1: This is the Canty and Carlin podcast.
2: Thanks for being a part of Canty and Carlin, allowing it to be a part of you. We got Ian Fitzsimmons and Freddie coming in for the guys. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, six X and Channel eighty. Tune in and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're going to get to those NFL grades that involve rats, cheapskate, and bad raid rooms. That part of the NFL in twenty twenty two. But first things first. According to Adam Schefter and NFL Live. He says the Carolina Panthers have called the Green Bay Packers to inquire about quarterback Aaron Rodgers.
1: He should. Now, does he go there? I mean, remember that this is not just a, does Carolina want him, right? That's and fair. And is Green Bay, you know, what are they willing to trade him for? Is it is it two ones and a sweetener? I mean, you know, for a guy who may or may not be fully invested in playing for your team. And Aaron Rodgers has to want to go there also, or he can just yeah. say, you know what, I'm done. I'm, right. re- I'm
2: retiring. Yeah, And there's also 59 million reasons that you've got to restructure things due to Carolina Panthers. That's a, a- lot to pay. Amen. So if I'm a, a, any team that needs a quarterback,
1: am I kicking the tires on a Derek Carr? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I kicking the tires on Aaron Rodgers? Absolutely. But I'll tell you this, Freddie, and, and you know, I'm not surprised that Carolina has kind of has gotten involved in at least seeing what it might take. To go and get them? You know, sure. what does Green Bay want for them? Because I'm with you and everybody else. This is the first time we've really heard from the Packers side. Look, man, we are tired. We're, we're like Dan
2: Grosjean yeah. out of the NFL scouting combine.
1: Yeah, whips. <laughs> I mean, I didn't go to St. Elmo's. I went to Harry and Izzy's. They share a kitchen. The steak's half the price, and it's the same damn of steak, right? I mean, yeah, because, right? Aaron Rodgers the $80 steak uh, right, compared uh, to the $45 one. It's Derek Carr. Derek Carr's, Harry and Izzy's. Aaron Rodgers is still St. Elmo's, right? <laughs> Even though, and St. Elmo's is overrated. And you look at Aaron Rodgers right now, look, look, I, look, this is going to sound harsh, but I, I want to give you these are okay. yes or no questions. Right. Is Aaron Rodgers a long term solution for you at quarterback oh, who never no. gets him? No. That's a no. Is he a team guy, especially with young players? I haven't heard anybody say to the contrary, so I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go no because he what knew he knew he had young wideouts and skill guys and guess what he wanted OTAs he was not a advantage- of voluntary mini camps he was not in there trying to help the team
2: but that was one year yeah. he has not had a history of doing that before
1: Yeah well guess what I'm going on
2: most recent so that's really most recent
1: Yep is, is he cost
2: efficient <laughs> No
1: 59 million No is, do you have an unequivocal commitment from Aaron Rodgers no. Don't even think about it. No. It's a no. No. Yeah. No. Does he have recent playoff success? Well, no. There's more no's than yeses here, man. I mean, i
2: But he's still Aaron Rodgers, I'm,
1: though. And is he quirky as hell like Kyrie? Aaron Rodgers is almost the NFL. Not, you know what? Hell with almost. He is the NFL version of Kyrie Irving. They're
2: different. Aaron Rodgers at least shows up to play. <laughs>
1: That's good. Seriously. <laughs> that's where's good. the lie there? Uh, but uh, overall, right? Like, is he co- completely committed to the team? Is he cost efficient? Is he quirky as hell? And I'm not even going to go Vax, right? Because they both have that one and their categories yeah, also. That, that's a split. <laughs> I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers goes into dark places and Kyrie thinks the earth is flat. I mean, look, <laughs> they are so similar in how they treat the game of life and their craft. That if, I, if it's me, yeah, am I kicking the tires on Aaron Rodgers? Sure. Mm-hmm. But there's more negatives right now to Aaron Rodgers at this stage of his first ballot Hall of Fame career than they're all positives. So I, if, I'm the, if I'm the Raiders or the Jets, and I get Carolina kicking the tires on it, I would too. Yeah, But overall, I'm not going to change the tire. I'm going to kick it and say, you know what? It's still, I'm
2: good where I am. Well, apparently Josh McDaniels, Raiders head coach, agrees with you because many people believe that that could be a possible landing spot for Aaron Rodgers. Well, Josh McDaniels said, well...
0: The goal for us eventually is to have somebody that's going to be here for a long time. I think that, you know, you see the teams that are having success right now uh, in our league, I would say in our conference, and specifically in our division. Um, you know, they're young players that were drafted by their clubs and they're being developed there um, under the same continuity Uh, and so I think that eventually yes. Um, Do I think you, you have to do that if you're not sure or not sold on the player and now you're making a mistake just to try to say that you're solving a problem? I don't think that's really a smart decision. Um, So we're going to do everything we can do to evaluate every player at that position, both in the draft uh, and free agency, and try to do what we can do to improve the room. In other words, no.
2: When it comes to the Raiders, think about Aaron Rodgers based on what their head coach, Josh McDaniels, had to say. Did you disagree with anything that he said? Not one bit of it because if you're Josh McDaniels, you moved on from Derek Carr. It could be very, very knee-jerk and sexy to say we got to go get Aaron Rodgers. But Josh McDaniels like, look, I'm coaching for my job. The last thing I need is somebody like this that if it goes south, I know who's going to get the blame. It's going to be me. It's not going to be him. And he's probably going to have more players on his side than I have players on my side. And you can ill afford to have that happen. If people are still wondering – how what kind of coach you're going to be when it comes to Josh McDaniels getting a second chance with the Raiders,
1: and with a guy like Aaron Rodgers who got crossed with his previous head coach and Mike McCarthy, who he won a Super Bowl with, and then just called out Matt Lafleur in an hour and forty seven minute phenomenal fix for insomnia podcast. Yeah, I mean he, he's not. I I don't disagree with anything uh-huh. that McDaniels said. Now keep in mind it is Lion season, right? When the lips are moving, sure they're lying. I get it, but. I don't think that Josh McDaniels there was saying anything that he truly did not believe. And I don't believe that, you know, that, that the Raiders are fully invested in going after a guy like Aaron Rodgers. I think sitting there at seven, mm-hmm. they are fully invested in Bryce Young, Will Levis or CJ Stroud.
2: Right, here's something else. and I saw this report today when they may have discussions with Sam Donald thinking hey, we're, we're not going to pay that kind of money. Fifty nine million for a guy that's not going to be here maybe after the season. And we may not like Sam Darnold, like him, like him, but he may be our best option if we don't take a quarterback in the draft, or even if we do take a quarterback in the draft. They may be in line with that. And if you're a new coaching staff, the last thing you need, even with a great quarterback like that, is what's going to come with it. You know what Aaron Rodgers is? Aaron Rodgers is fire. You got to be careful you can't get too close because it'll burn the living daylights out of you, and he's the one that's going to be okay, and yeah. you got to want uh, to be the bear the brunt of that.
1: And I'm biased now, obviously, because my brother is part of the Carolina Panthers coaching staff now. Oh yeah, but look, look, let's the be honest. The he'll have to tell. If you, <laughs> I haven't heard him.
3: I'm talking about if that
1: happens. Oh, I mean, he, he and I don't. When he's in the NFL, we don't talk NFL. When he's in college, yeah. we don't talk college. But right? This is Aaron so, Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I thought you were going back to Arizona. No, but we're going to no, do it in a good no, about three minutes. No, no, but, no, no. But the no, point no. is, man. Oh. No, if if Aaron Rodgers were to end up, uh-huh. yeah. Once Aaron Rodgers retires, yeah. and, and, I, I want to hear everything. everything. Oh hell, absolutely. We're, we're having a campfire, man. Let's go. Come <laughs> Camp, on, campfire tale starting the Fitzsimmons <laughs> brothers. <laughs> give, give, give me all of it. But if you're Aaron Rodgers right now, where Carolina is, even though un, un, you know Steve Wilkes, I mean you, you saw what what can be, right? And they improved yep. immensely. Yeah, but. Bottom line, I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers wants another stripe. He wants that next ring, and I think Carolina's probably year, you know, a couple years away yeah. from being a contender, even in the NFC South, mm-hmm. than they are right now with Aaron Rodgers as, as, as mm-hmm. a quarterback. I'm going young if I'm Carolina.
2: Yeah. According to Adam Schefter, he said on NFL Live, the Carolina Panthers have called the Green Bay Packers to inquire about Aaron Rodgers. In other words, stay tuned for another edition of where the Prince of Darkness is going to land the National Football League. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman, and for the guys, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. And when it comes to grades in the NFL, who knew what kind of grades would involve? Rats, bad raid rooms, and team skates. That's presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with, with Progressive, save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today. Find they can save you hundreds on your car insurance. So here's the deal. The NFL Players Association allowed their players to have report cards about their teams. 1,300 players took part in this survey, and they gave out grades, just, just like you got in school, F not so good, A not, A fantastic. So in terms of overall, when it comes to that, plenty of teams are able to get A's and A pluses. For example, the Dallas Cowboys, they were near the top. The Minnesota Vikings, they were the highest rated team when it comes to being graded by anybody, meaning players on that team, in the National Football League. So the New York Giants and the Minnesota Vikings, they were the ones that got the best grades. But then there were some eyebrowsy, eyebrow-raising report cards. For example, when it comes to the Jacksonville Jaguars, they drew one of the most, and not my words, but the NFL players' words, grisly concerns Stemming from a rat, infanta- a rat infestation. Nah. Yeah. Jacksonville's report card you read, and dirty I quote, rat. exactly. The report card read when asked what the number one thing they want changed at their facility. The answer was unanimous: get rid of the rats. <laughs> Players <laughs> responded that for three, the four oh. weeks this season, there was a rat infestation in the locker room and laundry hampers. End quote.
1: No oh, man, the laundry.
2: In the laundry for three to four weeks. Was it just like a one week thing or one Ugh. hour thing? Ben and Willard were part of the Jacksonville Jaguars for three to four weeks.
1: Oh, no. Ratatouille, right? And we're not talking about cooking <laughs> up good food. No. Uh, I'll give you another one. Okay. Quality of food. Speaking of food, here we go. The 32nd ranked team in the NFL, uh-huh. I give you the Arizona Cardinals. Uh-huh. Quote from the NFL PA and their player poll. If players would like dinner, it will be boxed up for them, but players wow. reported that the team will charge you via payroll deduction. Cheap skates. This is apparently the only club that does this in the National Football League. Ugh. Players reported that if you work out at the facility after the season is over, which teams would love for you to do. Mm hmm. The team charges you for every meal eaten at the facility where they want you.
2: Again, the only team in the league that does this. And by the way, same with the Arizona Cardinals and how they got an F in this category, players with that organization re- reported concerns about the safety of their weight room with uneven floors and How's peeling floorboards. Cheap skates in
1: Arizona. How does that happen? how in your weight room right where you want to build filthy monsters how and be you filthy have the safest conditions available how i have no idea now no an a plus no surprise here yeah. the dallas cowboys yes being based in dallas and having you know been to that spaceship that is the star that's our practice facility no surprise at all and i've 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 had a meal at that deli. It right. is unbelievable the weight room state of the yard, the rookie locker room, which is separate from the veterans uh-huh, is better than most n f l facilities okay the star, as you would not you you're not going to be surprised yeah, is one of the they they get an A plus for food practice yeah. facilities, you know weight room locker room as they should that place. You could eat an egg off the floor of the locker room, man. It's unbelievable.
2: Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman, Canty, and Carlin on ESPN Radio We're giving you report cards from the NFL Play Association regarding the teams in the NFL. The top five, Minnesota number one, Miami number two, Las Vegas number three, Houston, Texas number four, Dallas Cowboys number five. The bottom five, Washington Commanders at 32, Arizona Cardinals at 31, Los Angeles Chargers at 30, Kansas City Chiefs at 29, Really that surprises me. me. Yeah. Yeah. That, that Clark Hunt is me. a great owner. Right. That surprised me seeing that for an organization where you don't hear any kind of beefing from the players that they're not treated fairly or anything like that. But they were number 29 because they were hurt by older facilities and discontent with head trainer Rick Borkhofer, who they believe does not treat players fairly and consistently. By the way, no training staff Ranked worse in the league than the Kansas City Chiefs, players reported that they feel discouraged wow. from reporting their injuries and fear retribution for speaking up for better care. That stunned me.
1: Exactly, it really did. Yeah, and another one, right? Can mm-hmm. you hear Rashad Bateman clapping back at Eric DaCosta earlier today? Right. You know, former first-round pick the Baltimore Ravens about Eric DaCosta, the general manager's comments mm-hmm. on. You know, we would have better receivers. I guess if, you know if, if you know we're going to keep shooting at it. You know, and we, we we try. Yeah, Bateman took that as a personal hit. You look at the grade the Ravens got when it comes to strength and conditioning,
2: mm-hmm. an F. Mm-hmm. F. Mm-hmm. That's why Rashad felt compelled to speak up.
1: Mercy, to speak man. Out. I mean I, I, that that one surprised me also because mm-hmm. that, is, that is that's an owner. In Baltimore, that also has a great reputation. No doubt. And the front office has a great reputation. Yeah. So, And mm-hmm. the strength and conditioning coach was fired, by the way, at the end of, of the season. So, obviously, the front office ownership heard the gripes and has made a change. To Kansas City, Yeah, that one shocks me.
2: Here's, and staying in that division with the AFC North, and it comes to the Cincinnati Bengals. Players said not only do they not provide players with supplements, meaning vitamins for athletes whose jobs depend on health and fitters, fitness metrics. Also, they said the showers and toilets consistently don't work. They also said that play, oh, yeah, oh, oh, in Cincinnati, oh. yeah. I'm go back,
1: by, go yeah. back to that one one more time. The Bing, what?
2: Bengals players said showers and toilets, cons, toilets consistently do not work.
1: Right, the Brown family they, they have been ripped in the NFL as mm-hmm. an ownership group mm-hmm. for years, and mm-hmm. they finally built an indoor practice facility. Yep, mm-hmm. it used to be not long, just a couple of years ago, right. that the Bengals used to have to go to the University of Cincinnati. Right when mm-hmm. that little thing called snow falls every now and then in Ohio,
2: yeah, especially between the months of November and in and, yeah, and, and April, you're
1: playing ball, dash for cash, playoff hunt, right? Yeah they would have to go to the Bearcats indoor facility. They Mm. finally built the the Bengals an indoor facility. But you're telling me that the showers and the toilets in the main locker room. Mm. uh, Come on, Brown family. I mean, what are you doing?
2: And here's something else. They say they closed the Bengals cafeteria on days when players are encouraged to voluntarily report the facilities and that the wives of players were nursing their kids on the floors of public restrooms at games due to a lack of team-provided family rooms. I wish we could see the look on Ian Fitzsimmons' face right now. Come on. When I just said that. Look, you wonder why
1: certain big-name free agents will never consider certain teams. Players Mm -hmm. talk. And now, with this NFLPA poll... Oh, absolutely. Now you're having so much transparency that agents can go to every team and go, fix it or else. Absolutely. My guy is not going to consider going there if he can't take a shower and have yeah. hot water. What is this, Major League, going back to the movie in the 80s, right, where, you know, the hot water doesn't work anymore?
2: They had to put, like, a boat motor They get a yeah.
1: whirlpool. What are we doing, <laughs> dude? Come on, man. And
2: all according to the NFL Players Association, they released a set of eyebrow-raising team report cards on Wednesdays. On Wednesday, excuse me, the top five, Minnesota, Miami, Las Vegas, Houston, and Dallas. The bottom five, or I'd like to say the notorious five, Jacksonville, Kansas City, Los Angeles Chargers, Arizona Cardinals, and the Washington Commanders. Google uh, uh, the, you will the, be the ones that
1: stun me, man, are Kansas City. Yep, at number twenty nine, mm-hmm. and Baltimore. But they tried to fix the, and they yeah. tried. They, they did not yeah. fire their their S and C coach, yes. strength and conditioning. Yeah. The ones that don't surprise me are Dallas being Near an A top. plus. Yeah. But you mentioned Minnesota also being one of the highest rated. They were number one. I had no idea. That surprised me and, and kudos to every the front office, ownership, everybody, because yep. that's not easy when you're in that kind of a, a climate in November, December, January, and they players love it. They yep. they hit a home
2: run. And for the Vikings and their fans, skull. <clears throat> Skull! Mm, skull! Mm, skull! For, for Arizona <laughs> and Kansas City? Yuck! Shame! Yeah, yuck and
1: poo. Shame yuck going and yuck, Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. And, and Kansas City still won the
2: Lombardi, yes, they and did. they're
1: one of the worst reviews yeah. from
2: players. Due to outdated facilities and also their strength and conditioning coach, may not be the nicest of people. With Ian Vitt Simmons, I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Canty and Carlin. Hit us up anytime you want to triple eight, say ESPN. That's eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. 3776. So Aaron Rodgers may be getting interest from in the Carolina Panthers, but that team has another quarterback on their radar as well. That's part of Combine Confidential, so keep it here on ESPN Radio.
3: Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive
0: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together in for the guys on Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you joining us on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. The combine going on right now, they're all over it on not only the NFL Network, but also ESPN, so many storylines. But sometimes people say things to the confidential and try to keep a confidential combine, but that's where we come in to tell the truth. Our BS meter is always on alert as we give you part one of combine confidential when it comes to the NFL. Now, according to Adam Schefter, the ESPN NFL insider, the Carolina Panthers are going to ask the Green Bay Packers in terms of inquiring about the availability of Aaron Rodgers. That's what Adam Sheff reported on NFL Live about 30 minutes ago. Well, Frank Reich is the coach of the Carolina Panthers. They met with another quarterback already. His name was Derek Carr, and he said how, how that meeting went.
3: Good meeting with Derek. Um, really have a lot of respect for him as what he's accomplished in his career, the, the kind of player he is, the kind of person he is. You know, just see what is this the right fit? Is this an answer? And I think, you know, part of that is, yeah, this is a good option. You know, every option is on the table at this point. Every option, you know, moving up, moving back, signing a free agent. Every option is on the table. I mean, it has to be. You have to, you know, this is a huge decision.
2: And that's what he said. What did you hear?
1: I heard that he wants a quarterback. It needs a quarterback, and Matt Corral. Remember, Ole Miss quarterback is on that roster now. He got hurt right before the season began last season, so yeah. it really hindered him having you know any progress in, in getting acclimated to you know the you know the speed of the National Football League. But right. what I heard was a hey, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, another vet uh, moving up in the draft, moving back in the draft. I, I can't <laughs> emphasize this enough, and I'm going to throw another name in there. Okay, Hendon Hooker is a name that is not being talked about enough, in my opinion. Quarterback out of Tennessee. Go back to last his last two years. Touchdown INT ratio, 58 to 5. Completed 70% of his passes. His yards per attempt were over a first down every single time he threw the ball. Tanner McKee, Stanford. Is another guy who, man, just on talent alone can sling it. So what I heard from Frank Reich was Carr, Rodgers, moving up, moving back, (laughs) moving back because I might have my eye on one of the two names that I just mentioned. Bottom line is he's looking for a quarterback.
2: uh, What I heard from Frank Reich was anybody – that I believe in, I'm not going to make the same mistake I made with Carson Wentz in Indianapolis. Oh, that's good. I'm going to make sure that the guy that I get is the guy that I want. The guy that I believe in. I'm not about giving anybody second chances like I did Carson Wentz in Indianapolis. And then he completely and he spit believed the bid. He completely yeah, believed in him. From until it. he spit the bid in that yeah. game against Jacksonville where all he had to do was just win that game. And Carson Wentz, he, he, he threw the ball as well forwards, and throwing it backwards. That's how bad he was in that game versus Jacksonville. Give me somebody that I can trust, and this way my reputation is not going to take a hit being in charge of the Carolina Panthers. Speaking of quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens' stare-down continues. The yardstick measuring contest keeps going on and going on and going on. But Ravens head coach John Harbaugh says, despite all that's going on, why would we not want Lamar
0: Jackson back? I think Lamar has done a great job in terms of developing as a quarterback and winning football games and competing and doing all the things that he does. I feel like we've done a great job in terms of uh, bringing out the best in Lamar over the years. And uh, and it's just evident in the way he plays, you know. And so he's my quarterback. He's my guy. I love him. As a coach, I just, I'm just i looking forward to seeing it get done. But it's not easy. All
2: right. John Harbaugh said that. Ian Fitzsimmons, what did you hear? I really want Lamar back. <laughs> 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 That's
0: what
2: I heard. <laughs> Please don't do this to me. <laughs> Let me get this done. <laughs> and a trampoline off of that. <laughs> now, he's, he, that's a message to management saying, man, don't mess this up. Whatever we got to do, because we flipped an entire offense for him. If he's not here, then we got to flip another offense again. And oh, by the way. We might be in the quarterback sweepstakes in the NFL draft and definitely in free agency. So whatever you guys got to do, if somebody needs to go to somebody's house and apologize and make them a nice steak dinner with all the fixings and you got to bring sweet potato pies to sweetener, so be it. But don't mess this up because I don't have to flip another offense again for a quarterback when we did that for this guy in the first place. And he's been more than terrific doing that. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman, giving us a little combine confidential on Canty and Carlin and ESPN Radio. Staying with the quarterback theme, Mike McCarthy is taking over the play calling with the Dallas Cowboys as the head coach. They move on from Ian, as he likes to call him the boy, the boy wonder. That's not the Los Angeles Chargers when it comes to Kellen Moore, but it's now Mike McCarthy's show to call the plays with Dak. Prescott and he says this is why that has to happen
1: he's getting ready to take another you know turn as far as a variation of, of, of what we're getting ready to do uh, we're going to build it off of what you know he has established you know I, I you know it, my decision to stay with his concepts and so forth is still intact because I wouldn't have did what I did in 2020 if I still didn't believe in him and we obviously as an organization myself included uh, feel very strongly about him as our future and uh, we will definitely build this thing around him
2: all right the head council cowboy coach said that what did you hear run the ball
1: not kidding i mean Mm -hmm. uh, i'm I'm based in dallas for people who may not know and i'm I'm at the facility not as often as i'd like to be in this day and age but one thing i heard in in the three four times i was there this past season was man why don't we run the ball more with Tony Pollard. More Tony Pollard,
2: not Zeke. Yeah, right. Who's not going to be there? Zeke's done. Yeah. He's done. He, he will not be a Dallas Cowboy. They'll next be in year. the running back sweepstakes in the draft yeah. when it comes to the Cowboys. And that leads me to this
1: because in the Dallas Morning News, Mike McCarthy at the Combine made the comment on the record we needed to run the damn ball more. Quote, end quote. And that's part of the reason why Kellen Moore is now in L.A. with the Chargers. And now Mike McCarthy is calling plays for the Dallas Cowboys because, look, he has to win this year or he's out. Yeah. So he's going out with his boots on. I'm calling the plays. I'm I'm, I'm going to be the head coach. And he, he made the comment about run the ball more to yeah. the Dallas Morning News because as a head coach, you see your defense gassed, right? Mm-hmm. And it may not be to get a first down on that possession. It might be in a one-score game to give your defense a break. Yeah. And let them breathe. Let them get some oxygen. You know, let let them relax for a minute and then try and flip field position with a big punt and go play ball. A head coach, you think differently as a play caller. So you're looking at running back. This Mm -hmm. is the year for you, folks, because I talked to one NFL GM yesterday and he told me that he's got 12 running backs, 12 in his top 120 players available. Let that sink in, man. I mean, that's, that's, that's B. John Robinson. That's Jameer Gibbs. That's Charbonnet from UCLA. That's McBride from UAB. That's Roshan Johnson, also from Texas. Go on down the list. When, you, when a GM has 12 running backs in your yeah. top 120, yeah, you need one, you're going to get one. Mm-hmm. And that man right there, Mike McCarthy, he needs a running back. He's going to go get one, maybe two in this draft. And I think you will see a different type offense from the Dallas Cowboys.
2: To echo what you just said, Mike McCarthy, that message was, if I'm going down, I'm going down my way. And I'm not going to have Kellen Moore do it. Although it's really funny how when a guy is calling plays and you're the head coach, why don't you step in and say, hey, idiot, run the ball You can. You can. Well, why didn't he? Why didn't he?
1: Who says he didn't? I don't know. Well, I don't, I, that's, a, well, that's a great question. Well, but, but yes, but
2: yes it, to your point, yeah. you can't go, hey, I don't give a bleep what you're exactly. going to do here, yeah. but run the ball. Yeah, And if he doesn't do it, you fire his behind in the spot. You're the head coach. Yeah. Come on now. I love when they blame somebody else. When, well, you know, we got to run the ball more. Well, you could have told him to do that when you're the Dallas Cowboys or the head coach, and he's the offensive coordinator, but that's why he's doing it now, and Kellen Moore is doing it somewhere else. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman in for the guys today on Canty and Carlin. You're going to hear why the number 16 is such a magic number that's completely gone hocus-pocus away from you. This is ESPN Radio.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
1: Canty and Carlin, the podcast.
0: If it's is trying to hope that he
2: has a winning streak like the Milwaukee Bucks has right now with 16 <laughs> in a row. <laughs> Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie coming together, and Canty and Carlin. Uh, I hate uh, you. You should. <laughs> On ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. The reason I say that is it's Thursday and Ian Fitzsimmons is a little distracted. <laughs> Looking at stuff on the TV. Stash TV-G. Yankee right now on the Mikey A. TV
1: uh, far right here in the old uh, Fitzsimmons studio. Uh, Stash Yankee, our producer, is furious with me because <laughs> on a Thursday this time of year, you've got Gulfstream Park, you've got you know the fairgrounds, you've got Oaklawn, the ponies are running. So uh, I grew up on a third bed horse farm in Louisiana. We raced uh-huh. horses at all those tracks. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm fiscally invested and at times distracted. <laughs> I've had to, I've incorporated the group right into yes, ponies. Yes, you have. We've hit one out of three races, which yeah. we'll take. We're yeah. breaking even. Although Eric, it was a nice big hit. Although from
2: Eric. Eric and also Stas will tell you that if things didn't go right, then we got blamed for that.
1: Without a doubt, you, you've heard the two races we've lost, where I'm, I'm, I'm screaming at you guys. Right. But uh, yeah, I you win one, we so we're, we're even money right now. We'll take it. Right, we we'll get a two four six exact the box here at the fairgrounds in race six. We're gonna be thrilled, right? That's gonna feel like winning sixteen in a row. Which, by the way, uh-huh. so the Milwaukee Bucks, right, sixteen consecutive dubs. I don't know what I have done outside of brush my teeth. Okay. You know, and and do restroom things. I mean, I haven't even showered in 16 consecutive days. And this team has won 16 straight. I don't care what time of year or what
2: sport it is. That is insane. That's remarkable. One of the things about the Milwaukee Bucks, I wonder if winning another championship is going to finally give them the love and respect that they deserve. For whatever reason, it wasn't that long ago that they didn't win a championship, and the last time I checked, they pushed the Boston Celtics to the limit before they got eliminated in seven games, and they didn't have Chris Middleton, or that series could have turned out differently in favor of Milwaukee. Maybe winning another championship in a loaded Eastern Conference. There's no doubt the Eastern Conference is tougher than we've seen in recent memory, where you got Boston, you got Milwaukee, the Knicks have won seven in a row, the Cleveland Cavaliers are Sixers. struggling a little bit, you got the Philadelphia 76 and so they're teams that can do some damage if they get the right kind of role and the right kind of matchups. And we know I lot of Western conferences, but I wonder if Milwaukee winning a championship will finally allow them to get the love and respect they deserve because anybody else went 16 in a row, that's the top of the stack in the NBA. And I know Kevin Durant made his debut last night for the Phoenix Suns. But that always is going to pale in comparison because other people want to hear about other storylines. What's right. on LeBron James's foot? It seems that now, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN NBA Insider, it's going to be three weeks because something has happened with this tendon. You mentioned the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard. What is that going to look like? Steph Curry coming back to Golden State. And yet you got a team the best work in the NBA. That's when 16 in a row and crickets surrounding the Milwaukee Bucks.
1: And you know what? I get the feeling they like it that way. They don't give a bleep if you're talking about them or not because all they care about is the tourney, as Bill Parcells said. You know, he never called it the playoffs. He always called it the tournament when he was yeah. the head coach of the Giants or, he, or, you know, his last stop as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. You know, I, I he's right. It is a tournament. Right. And that's all the Bucs care about. You know, and what's, what's crazy is having won 16 in a row, there's a team right behind them, one game back in the loss column mm-hmm. that have won eight of our last ten, mm-hmm. and that's the Boston Celtics. Yeah, yeah. So to your point, we all talk about the West, you know, and how from 4 to 12, there's like, what, three games to decide a 4 seed from a 12 seed? Right. You look at the top of the East, they're going to bludgeon each other. This is going to be unbelievable, whether it's Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, Cavs, Knicks. Hell, the Nets are still the sixth seed right now. Not so for they've long. They've lost four straight. Not for right? long. And they've lost eight of their last 10. Don't be closer to the yeah. G League by the <laughs> end of the year, my friend. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not denying that at all. But what Jalen Brunson has brought to the Knicks, right? Mm hmm. You know, and what Spider Man has brought to the Cavs, it is not going to be easy for the hierarchy of like Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia to survive in advance as it has in years
2: past. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie coming in for Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I'm glad you mentioned Philadelphia because we can't forget about that team, what Joel Embiid has been able to do. I know, I get it. It's all about what is James Harden going to do in the playoffs. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Will he raise up and be a perfect Robin to the Batman, that's Joel Embiid, or is he going to fall short and not make plays when he has a chance to make those plays like we've seen in previous times? And believe me, Plenty of James Harden fans work here on ESPN Radio. They throw numbers and stats to me all the time, Ian uh, Simmons, And I say, that's all well and good. I got plenty of other receipts about what he didn't do with those numbers when he played for the Rockets. And he, I, I give him a pass with Brooklyn because the series they lost to Milwaukee Bucks, he was literally playing on one leg. At least he went out there and tried to give it a go to support his team, unlike other teammates that didn't do that for the Brooklyn Nets when he was playing there. So I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass on that one, but even last year in the playoffs. Down the stretch, plays could be made, and he fell short. It's all on him to see if he can step and be the perfect Robin to the Batman. That is Joel Embiid, or those conversations, those whispers will continue to be there.
1: But going back to the Bucks, Freddie, to your point, your original point, they don't care. They don't. They, they just, you know, you'll be talking about us you know, in June. We don't care if you're talking about us right now in March. By the way, Fairgrounds, we lost. You did? Yeah.
2: Well, at least you didn't blame us. You didn't blame the horses. Nah, this was me. This, this, okay. this, this was all me. The, the, the first, 100%. Of, the first of the knowing a problem acknowledging it. I'm good. I'm really glad is. you got that. <laughs> on to <the> race seven, <laughs> <laughs> and the beat goes on.
1: Somebody has a good Exacto box. Race seven yeah. fairgrounds. Yeah. Hit me up at the Fitz ESPN. That's Come right. On
2: with it. Please save him from himself if you possibly can. <laughs> when it comes to Giannis, somebody believes he's not only the best player, but he's the MVP this year. That person joins us next on Canty and Carlin. Thanks for
1: listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from three to seven Eastern on ESPN radio. Plus you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.